0: a new video here that I'm going to make and this video it will be titled only virgins and widows are fit for biblical marriage okay let me uh, raise this window up because it's starting to rain out here I don't want to get wet okay only virgins and widows are fit for biblical marriage I make this video because there are many inside of the hebrew israelite movement women okay that are pushing marriage upon the israelite men you know what i'm saying and the truth of the matter is that most of these women when they enter the movement they're not virgins okay these women usually some of them have been married and divorced you know uh many of them have just been in and out of polyandrious uh, relationships, you know, uh, they practice polyandry, you know what I'm saying? You know, and polyamory, you know, having multiple lovers, you know, and having uh, multiple boyfriends, you know, throughout their lifetimes. You know, this is a practice that was, that would have gotten a woman killed in Biblical Israel, okay? That type of practice was was not heard of in biblical Israel. It was not allowed and it was uh, not tolerated. Somehow today, the uh, the priests, the mores, and the teachers ingratiate these women as they come in the gate. You know what I'm saying? And offer them husbandry. You know uh, when they really shouldn't be doing that. The women that these uh, men are marrying and are not fit for uh, wifery. You understand? The women that these men are are marrying in the Israelite movement are at best fit for concubinage. You know, it's best fit to be a concubine. You understand? She is not fit. I want to read to you a scripture. Something that, that, that sparked me. This is the book of Devarim. The thirteenth verse. uh, That's Hebrew. Uh, In English, that's Deuteronomy. Uh, Deuteronomy, the twenty-second chapter, and I'm gonna start at the thirteenth verse. I want you to check this out. If a man take a wife, is intimate with her, and despises her, and he make libelous charges against her and give her a bad name, saying, "I took a woman." And when I came to her, I did not find any evidence of her virginity. See, this scripture right here lets you know that if a man, an Israelite man just thought that his woman had slept with another man, he wasn't buying it, he wasn't tolerating it. You know, and just at the thought, the jealous thought of such, You know, ain't no telling, he may have had a virgin, you know, that may have had a high-sexual nature. You know what I'm saying? And surprised his butt. You know what I'm saying? With her nature. You know what I'm saying? To the point to where she thought, he would have thought that she may have been with other men. Like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, so anything could have happened in that relationship, you know, that could have made that man question you know, men always questioning whether they were the first. You know, there's a lot of times uh, uh, women do things, you know, to make men feel insecure about whether they are the only man or not. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, the Israelite man, you know, this scripture shows that the Israelite man would, 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 be, would abhor the idea of his woman sleeping with another man. Or being with another man more so most importantly not a virgin when he married her okay verse 15 then the girl's father and her mother shall obtain evidence of the girl's virginity and take it out to the elders of the city to the gate and the fa- and the girl's father shall say to the elders i gave my daughter to this man As a wife, and he despised her. And behold, he made labellus charges, saying, I did not find evidence of your daughters uh, of daughter's virginity. But this is the evidence of my daughter's virginity, and they shall spread the garment before the elders of the city. Then the elders of that city shall take the man and chase. chasing him then they shall uh, but this is the evidence of my daughter's virginity and they shall spread the garments before the elders of that city then the elders of that city shall take that man and chasten him and they shall find him 100 shekels because he defamed a virgin of Israel and he shall give it To the girl's father and he shall and she shall be his wife excuse me he shall not send her away all of his days but if this matter was true no evidence of the girl's virginity was found they shall take the girl out to the entrance of her father's house and the man of the city shall pelt her with stones and she shall die for she did a disgraceful thing in israel and commit adultery in her father's house so share uh, 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 the word here the hebrew word is that she committed Hasuna, she committed sana excuse me in her father she committed zana in her father's house which they say is adultery, which is the same word they also translate for a whore and whoredom, okay? That she committed adultery or whoredoms in her father's house, or sex crimes in her father's house. So shall you clear away the evils from amongst you. If the man is found lying with a woman, even both of them shall die the man lying with the woman and the woman who shall you clear so shall you clear away the evils from Israel. If there is a virgin girl betrothed to a man and another man finds her in the city and lies with her, understand that today betrothal has been supplanted by uh, relationships. So we, it would be safe To uh, translate that for today's understanding and to make that applicable today that if a a woman is inside of a relationship, okay, if there's a virgin girl inside of a relationship to a man and another man find her in the city and lie with her, you shall take them both out to the gate of the city and you shall pelt them with stones and they shall die. The girl because she did not cry out, even though she was in the city and the man because he violated his neighbor's wife. So shall you clear away the evil from amongst you. See, the jealousy was the same with a husband as well as with a boyfriend or someone you was betrothed with because the laws, the same laws for a girlfriend or a concubine. Or someone that you was betrothed or in a relationship with, those same laws apply for the wife, applies for the girlfriend, or the female relationship partner. You understand what I'm saying? So this is scripture. is basically saying that, that if somebody is out hollering at your girl, you know what I'm saying, and she complied with it, then you basically break up with her. You know what I'm saying? If somebody... Uh, 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 hollered at your girl and she didn't comply and they took it from her. From her, uh, uh, then the, the charges on that man and you can forgive that woman. This is something that could be uh, applicable in the case of where you're in a relationship with a woman and a woman comes up pregnant and you're wondering whether this child is yours or not, and it, it also whether she had got raped and got pregnant. Because if she did not get raped and got pregnant, she went on with it, and she should be stoned. Since we don't throw stones at them today, we just break up with them. We just leave them. You know what I'm saying? It is quite simple of a man, you know, to be involved with a relationship with a woman who has had sexual relationship and encounter with another man, you know, all throughout the Hebrew scriptures, the virginity of a wife is very, very important, and we can see right here in the book of Deuteronomy, the 22nd chapter, you know, the importance to a man, to the Israelite man, the virginity of his wife, you see? What must be understood is that by the laws, you know, to commit sauna is to violate the sex laws that the Most High gave out. And being a virgin was one of the sex laws that the Most High intended. This here scripture in the book of Deuteronomy, the word Torah means second law, you see, the double law, you see, it's law. You see, this here in Deuteronomy is law and it's telling you the importance of an Israelite man marrying a virgin woman. You see, what, what people don't understand is that to break the, the sex laws is what is interpreted as or translated in English as adultery or harlotry or whoredoms. You understand what I'm saying because it's zana. It break, it, it you commit zana. You, you violate the Hebrew laws, the Hebrew sex laws. You see, when you violate the Hebrew sex laws, you are a whore. The people, the woman of today, ninety nine point nine percent of the African American women today will be considered a whore by Israelite old Biblical standards, okay? And if you as a man, an Israelite man, take the boy yourself to marry a whore, then you are no more than what is a whoremonger today. You see, and I must say this because this is something that is going on in the Israelite uh, uh, movement today which makes the actual female practitioner of the israelite movement nothing more than the equivalent of a babylonian temple whore you understand what i'm saying you know it makes her no more than a babylonian temple whore and the man who goes in unto her and that takes her is no more than the simp You understand, he no more, he call himself the husband, but he is no more than her john or her simp or her whoremonger, you know what I'm saying, he go amongst the whores, you see what I'm saying, he wants to marry that whore, he wants to love that whore, he wants to take care of that whore because of her whoredoms, you understand, because he had sex with her, you dig what I'm saying, and she turned him out, and now he wants her, You understand? He wants to go against everything that the scriptures have written and marry this woman. This woman is not fit for marriage. You understand what I'm saying? The scripture has a problem. Even in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter in the 30th verse, where it talks about a man shall take a woman. And when a man take this woman, another man shall lie with her. A man shall build a house, and he shall not live in it. A man shall uh, plant a vineyard, and he shall not uh, eat from it. When a man shall build a house, a bait, which is also building a family. This man shall build a house and a family, but he won't be able to live in it, because the woman is going to break up with him and go to another man. You, You understand what I'm saying? And she's going to go to another man who children... He's not the father of the children in that house, man number one is. You understand what I'm saying? These are the curses of Deuteronomy. You know, these are the curses that are still plaguing the African-American community to this day. You understand? No woman has no business going from man to man. Any woman that has more than three sex partners in her lifetime has committed hazuna. She has committed zana, and she is hazuna. You know, she is the adulteress. She is the harlot. You understand what I'm saying? You know, she broke Yahweh's sex laws. You see, it's not about a woman going out whoring for money. It is about a woman breaking the laws of Yahweh. If this woman breaks the laws of Yahweh, she, by Israelite standards, is the harlot. You understand what I'm saying? And this woman has lived the life of breaking the laws of Yahweh, has had other men's children, and she is turning you, beta male simp mangina, into man number two of Deuteronomy 28 30. You understand what I'm saying? Understand that this is located in the second half of the scriptures where all of the curses are located. This is a curse. People. A woman shouldn't even want to be a wife. She should know that she's unqualified for wife inside this movement, and she should be happy with the idea that she's a concubine, as well as along with her many other concubine sisters that I chose to bring into the fold. You understand what I'm saying? That is Israelite alpha male talk. You understand what I'm saying? This woman does not have the right to marry inside the house of Israel, nor do a man have the right to marry her, nor do none of the elders have the right to support and to marry them. Where is the evidence of her virginity that was talked about in Deuteronomy 22? And why he is not concerned about the evidence of her, of her virginity as his wife, like a man should be. Why he's not concerned about how she got down before he met her. Why he's not concerned whether she was a whore or a prostitute or whether she used to shake her ass in the club butt naked for money or an escort, you dig? Or maybe a homosexual. You understand what I'm saying? Like other women, you know? How you know that she wasn't involved in bestiality? You understand? Because see, the scripture tell you don't sleep with animals. It tell you not to sleep with other men. You understand what I'm saying? There's female laws that, tells the one, that, 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 that let a woman know that, that she's not supposed to be with no other man but her husband in her lifetime. And unless that man dies, she is not to go to another man. You see the problem is that there's israelite men marrying these thoughts you did know what i'm saying and, and that then being in other relationships with other israelite men and then when the other israelite man goes to talking about how good this man's head wife head is and how good her coochie is and how good she sucked dick and shit, you know what i'm saying then He has a problem with that, but that was never supposed to take place because no living man was supposed to be able to live to be able to tell her secret. You see what I'm saying? The thing about it is it is a secret because you dare to ask her about her sexual past. You dig what I'm saying? You're not concerned with her sexual past. And you should be. Just like every Israelite man in the scriptures was. Every Israelite man should require evidence of virginity before they get married. If this woman is not a virgin and she is not a widow, then this woman should automatically be reduced to concubinage. And this is how you humble these women. You dig what I'm saying? Don't ever marry none of these women. If you didn't take this woman's virginity, then you a fool for marrying this fucking woman. You know, this woman belongs to that first man. You see, this is the reason why she'll never love nobody like she loved that first man. You can ask her. She never loved nobody like she loved the first man that made love to her. You understand what I'm saying? And that is a fact you dig what I'm saying, maybe the second man might get a good go round, but two, about three, I mean three, four, five, and all them other guys ain't got a chance in hell. all y'all is nothing but people that are there to fulfill her fucking pleasures and desires, first they start off sexual, then they gravitate to more financial, then she starts trying to uh, secure the bag, which is grab hold to your resources, you dig what I'm saying? You know, this is something, this is modern day whoredom. You dig? And the women that are practicing this usually are religious women. It is religious people that seek out getting married more than anybody. And these religious people, women, are no more than t- modern day Babylonian, New Babylonian temple whores. And that is a fact. You understand? So when you niggas sitting up there getting married and shit, you know what I'm saying? I think I'm supposed to applaud that when that woman should have been stoned. You you understand what I'm saying? Being that she ain't stoned and we not living in that day, you understand? I would not forget her, her sexual past. Therefore, she cannot be fit for marriage. You understand what I'm saying? She cannot be. She can only be your girlfriend, your concubine, and that is a fact. Learn, like, share, and subscribe. This is the Yasha in Israel Show. This video is entitled, Only Wives and Widows Fit for marriage. Willkommen! Fancy Guy! Go-